Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring Drunken Thai boxer Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come You know, baby. Fists of Fail. Wait, Mark, did you not enjoy this movie? You know. Did you not get entertainment value out of this? You know, I told myself on the day of when I watched it that I was going to reflect and think about how I felt about this movie because I was so conflicted and I was, uh, you know, having kind of like an exist- existential quarter life crisis. What is up with you <laughs> in our movies giving you these uh these Yeah, I was about to say, this crises. is not the first time you started saying this after watching a movie. <laughs> No, it, it's like my reaction to movies like this because they're they make me feel uncomfortable how how bad certain things are, and oh yeah, well no one's denying I just, that. I hate that feeling so much, <laughs> dude. That's the whole point of us catching up on watching bad movie nights, and th- that's the whole purpose of or the whole point of why I like this movie for what it is because it, it almost feels like. That has that potential to be so bad it's good material. But Suburban Sasquatch is yeah, it's, a different it's like, like level of uh, bad. Well, let's not talk about Suburban Sasquatch. <laughs> so what, what what movie are we talking about today? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, zero. What I just asked that. You can't, you well, can't throw my own question back about? at me. <laughs> Fine. Uh, today we're talking about a Chilean martial arts film. Uh, Chilean movies I have never seen. Yeah, same here. Uh, ever. It's my first one. Um, so this will be... This this yeah this was our first Chilean action film, um, and it <laughs> the the title of the movie is called Kill Tro, uh, featuring Mark Zoror. and apparently this guy has been in a couple things that you know um, you know you might be aware of um, in terms of the movie titles you know like Undisputed Three, uh, which I totally did not recognize him in, and Machete Kills, the sequel to the original Machete. Um, Outside of that, uh, you know, I wouldn't have even suspected that like a movie like this could exist uh, or could have came out of the woodworks from Chile uh, or Chilea. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Chile. <laughs> Chilean sea bass. Yeah. Yes, Chilean sea bass. Um, but, I mean, he does look like a, a sea bass. So yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's interesting because uh, this movie is very entertaining uh, for. Both good and bad reasons. Oh, speak for yourself. Um, but it was you, Zero. <laughs> oh, well, well, we'll get to that in a second, Mark. It was you, Zero, who recommended this. Uh, how did you find uh, out this? Yeah, this has been on my radar for a while. And just, just because I'm always interested in martial arts films from other country. Uh, and I heard that this is the one from, from Chile. And I heard of uh, Marco Zoror. I think that's his name. Uh, at Zorro. yeah, as you know, so he, he he actually did all the choreography for this film, and he's a star. And you know, I heard he's pretty capable, but like he just never really got that spotlight on him to be that well known. So I always just wanted to see this out of curiosity, and uh, I think I had the same feeling as you will. Um, uh, while while we were watching this, I was just so surprised that a lot of the questionable decisions they 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 decided to make in this movie but it ended up being mm-hmm. really funny very unintentionally <laughs> funny at times so i was i was very very happy about that i was worried that this was just going to be like a slog to get through but i i laughed a lot during this movie uh this is why you need to join us mark cuz uh <laughs> I wonder what your viewing experience of this movie was. Uh, just ca- counting. Like, were, were you were you just suffering? Counting the minutes. <laughs> no, uh, no, it was it was a good viewing experience. It's just like I, I just don't like those uncomfortable moments where it's like a combination of like oh, what? there are plenty of those in this yeah, movie. Yeah, and it's just it, it's, uncomfortable too, it's too much. Like because it's trying to take itself seriously this movie and um and that makes me feel even more uncomfortable like do you feel embarrassed uncomfortable like when marcos aurora uh wakes up butt naked in the desert (laughs) and and he begins his martial arts training (laughs) 
or even or oh, even before oh, that, oh, you're, there, you're, you're leaving there's like the... a footloose fucking montage at one point in like the alley or some or whatever, and I'm just like, oh, oh yeah, my yeah, god, yeah, what's yeah. happening? <laughs> and he gets run over. Actually, that one might have been <laughs> and one then of that my car. Parts, but anyway. <laughs> Oh, and, and the car that ran him over, uh, never it, it stopped for like two seconds and then drove away, and you never realized who was in that yeah, car. It didn't matter. <laughs> so it was like, no, no, no that matters. No, yeah, no. and they focused but, on it too. So, so like you, you thought it was a significant part of the film to remember that car or something. Like there was an implication there, and just like I don't know, uh, I guess that was just like, oh, ooh, look at this cool shot. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Look at our car. Look, well, when they're filming that whole one take of him running to the right, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> out of the ha- the alleyway and to the right, um, you know, it, it slowly he starts at a slow, uh, slow pace and he starts going a little faster, going a little faster, and he starts galloping and running as fast as possible. That what the filmmaker was trying to say was like, oh, this is a uh, this is symbolizing his grief, his his struggles. But what the filmmaker is actually trying to say is, look at our dolly shot. It's really good. Look how we're tracking him. <laughs> well, it's, they actually so took that from another movie. I forget what movie it was. Yeah, they, I, they copied I, the shot from another film. And one of the interesting things about yeah, this well, movie is they took a lot of inspiration, some very obvious inspirations from like a lot of other movies. Maybe not so obvious, um, but the main one I think would be spaghetti westerns. Like I, I believe the director said he was like oh, yeah. kind of trying to make an homage to spaghetti western films at times, and you can the see sun- it in what was that? The sunset. Uh, the sunset. Uh, if you remember that, that is just oh like yeah, at the pure, very end. Yeah, it's like pure. It reminded me of Kung Fu, mm-hmm. the with uh, David Carradine, and uh, oh yeah, 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 just complete, just like homage to that. <laughs> and it was and then so definitely uh, the music, um, like the entire time, oh, was yeah, very very yeah. spaghetti western. And uh, I, w- I was just gonna say, yeah, that. and you made this comment well, and like I could I could not stop thinking about it after you said it while we were watching it. He said, uh, this music is too good for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, don't, I was going to I was going to say, like, I will yeah. I would only make that comment, like kind of channeling Mark yeah. and like Mark would totally make that kind of uh, observation yeah. because it's true. The score is really good for this movie. It's so good that it's upsetting that it's ha- like these this really enthralling, thrilling like uh western uh you know spaniard inspired uh, like like instruments yeah. are playing over the main character in the background just talking to some extras it's it's great that's it like there's nothing's happening on screen <laughs> yeah no no it's <laughs> but the it's music's really, really great i mean you got everything from like like you even spaghetti western music that style um you get the like even traditional like native like chilean or um uh music from like the indies uh uh from the mountains and, and stuff like that like you get all mm-hmm. this like traditional style of music uh in combination like you, you said like spanish or spaniard music um the good no, the, the like guitar like a morricone yeah. kind of well yeah. it's very odd because yeah, it's, it's it... everything sounds like so adventurous and driving like like there's purpose for the character but the whole time he's just walking on screen. He's just walking yeah. from left to right, like back to forth. It's just very boring. But they try to like make it interesting yeah. by playing this like very driving, like energetic music. Yeah. At one point they were playing. Um, what was it? Uh, well, I, I was saying Footloose before, but um, they came out of nowhere with that, and that really surprised me. Just pure joy, like okay. weird like cringe at first i was like oh no and then immediately when like the scene progresses i'm just like oh my god i actually really like this <laughs> um and then followed there's another situation where um there's like weird pre-edm music that like pops up and like it's yeah. like a techno edm kind of mix a little maybe like sprinkle of like trance like you get that vibe in there and i'm just like why is this in here um it's like appealing to everybody so it was a really interesting soundtrack yeah i'm curious where the soundtrack came from and we're wondering if this was like ripped from another movie because again this is way too good for what it is (laughs) uh you know because like the rest of the movie well that's where we can go a little deeper and talk about yeah this movie is uh, all uh, over the place (laughs) in a in in a very Uh, funny way for me personally but if if you watch this film, like the tone, like tonally, visually, uh, even even in even sometimes it, the movie's trying to be very serious, but then they do something really goofy, and 
your 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 feelings behind everything that go it, that's going on. You're just like constantly going back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, tonally, like you said. Um, but just let's just talk about what the the story's even sure. about. Uh, so, so there's a simp. Uh, Mark Zoror. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're not going there. Uh, well, Mark Zoror, our main lead, he is um, a stalker. and um, uh, You would actually be correct. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I, I, I'm done. I'm done. I just described the I story. actually like read the like the fir- a line uh synopsis of the movie and before I started I'm like, "Oh, this is endearing." I start watching the movie and I'm just like, "No, all wrong. No, change that <laughs> sentence." I'm like, "Please." Yeah. Uh, everything about this is not endearing at yeah. all because he's like he's, he's like this he's like the oldest teenager in the world <laughs> trying to win over the, the super senior. Win over the heart. Yeah. <laughs> like very super senior. Ultra senior. Like this um, guy got left back. Yeah, he's trying a to win over the heart. <laughs> let's just let's put it at that. Oh, yo, yeah, yeah. It, it's so weird because you'll you'll see. It's not just him. It's him and his droogs, his his, his colleague. They're not even classmates. They're colleagues <laughs> at that point because yeah. <laughs> they're, they're all hanging out on the rooftop of um of whatever uh, you know rural uh, or just, uh, uh, urban area they're supposed to be in. And um, you know they're all like you see the main characters are soaking. You know like with his. His uh, knees tucked in, and he's, like, he has his hands around his 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 thighs and such. You know, like just like sulking because the girl he's interested in isn't into him. Um, meanwhile, like he's like forty two years old, and it's like it's really inappropriate that he's doing yeah. that. And all his drugs are the same age too. There is and they a look huge... younger too. Right, right. They're dressed like they're younger, but it's even more off putting. <laughs> but the female, um, a... I guess, protagonist uh, looks a lot younger. Like. She yeah, like she looks she looks age appropriate. But uh what I wanted to say is like there's a huge disconnect between how Marco Zoror looks and the mental age of his character. It seems like he's supposed to be in high school, like we've kind of been like alluding to, but the guy's clearly in his like late twenties, like early thirties, maybe, um, depending on late twenties is, is very, very generous. Okay, yeah, late twenties is um Okay, generous. sure. So he's, see, fucking, he's clearly he's in his thirties of mice and men. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah he's a huge fucking yeah. dude it's that's like that's what's that, great about him he's he's huge and he's he's a very capable martial artist but they write him as this literally sulking teenager he's really upset because this girl doesn't like him and it's odd because he really commits to that character so whenever he's walking like his shoulders like are always hunched like he's like you know not confident with himself and he he just like walks like this guy who who doesn't know how to has care himself properly. It's it's odd to to watch. It, when someone who uh, when someone who doesn't know how to you know portray that character like uh, or that motion really well and to have such a huge um, huge uh, figure <laughs> or not figure but like huge form, it, it doesn't look like they're sulking. It just looks like they have bad posture, <laughs> and that's what he looks like throughout like majority of the. And film. those baggy pants don't help um, at all. Oh no, God! No. <laughs> Those ninety this like was UFO pants that he had. I, I was I was saying to Will while we were watching this. I was like, Will, did you have those? I had those. Yeah, dude, I kind of <laughs> did too in the nineties when I was like in junior high school, and then mm-hmm. immediately I, I think I had them for like a year or something, or maybe two at max, and I was like, okay, I'm done with this again. Yeah. Never wear these again. <laughs> my my bottoms uh, got way too dirty, so I had to discard them. <laughs> and then, do you remember? All right, I guess I'm throwing the... those pants out. Sorry. <laughs> yes i said i might as well throw all my pants oh. out then <laughs> you still got them <laughs> there's this i have them somewhere there's this one scene where um they're walking through like a giant outdoor marketplace and there's the whole gang so to speak of people or colleagues in quotations um as they're walking through and you see like all these people dressed in like 90s clothes you know like this group of colleagues and then they're walking through the marketplace. Everybody else is just wearing like normal clothes and just so out of place. <laughs> and I, I focused on that because it felt like such a 80s, 90s movie that I was confused. And like they definitely chose that uh, costume choice. And I say that with a big line underneath. Um, it was just a little awkward. They could have just put on normal clothes, man. It was, uh, yeah, uh, everything about this movie a, a little is awkward. really all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> and even Marker yeah, Zavar um, has has this like a pink mullet. Like the front of his hair is is brunette, but he's got like these pink mullet strands. It's it's so embarrassing. It made me really want to regrow my mullet again. 
I got really excited when he finally cut it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, don't cut it. That's your power. <laughs> Samson. This is power. Yeah, speaking of power, uh, so uh, part, uh, this is kind of jumping a little ahead, but uh, partway into the movie, uh, in order for him to tap into his uh, like inner avatar or whatever, Kiltro his, power, his Super Saiyan form, his Kiltro power, even though he, they never say the word Kiltro in the whole movie, I think. I can't remember. They call him like the Zeta. They, you can be a Zeta, but I'm like, oh, well, yeah, that means. Yeah. Uh, there must be some sort of cultural significance to a lot Probably of this. As, <laughs> as uh, dumb Americans, we don't know so much. So please notify us if you know more. But anyways, so um, this he in order for him to tap into his inner uh, warrior or whatever, um, he needs to forget everything that he knows and loves. But then as soon as he's done with his training, he remembers everything. And they don't ever explain why. <laughs> Well, it's oh, I think because he got bad, kissed. That's the end of that sentence. It, it's it doesn't never it's, explain. It's just a bad script. That's just what it is. <laughs> I thought I, I thought maybe I read into it too much, but I think at the end when he gets kissed, uh, it like breaks the spell because he's Cinderella or whatever the hell, and then <laughs> or Sleeping that was Beauty a flashback. What? Right? Oh, well, no. Oh, you're thinking about like the next time he got kissed. No, no, no. Like all the way at the end. All. Oh no, no. He remembers like he remembers immediately all his, his memories as soon as like he goes. He's done with training. As soon as he's done with training, he's like, oh, well, I guess I remember who I'm fighting oh. for, who my mom was. Right. Like, while he was training, he forgot everything. So maybe we should elaborate on the story a little bit because we're just kind of going off right now. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right. So I, what I said before was he's a stalker, mm-hmm. and that's it. That's, 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 still, that's still just the synopsis of the movie. He's... Uh, there's, okay. Okay, let, let, let's delve a little, little bit further. So he's stalking this one girl. Um, and in comically horrible, creepy fashion, because he's, you know, like, um, you know, like he, he's, he gets jealous very easily when he sees her with someone else, you know, like, like almost like an abusive boyfriend <laughs> or like, you know, a stalker, um, because this when Zero and I were watching this, there would be flashbacks of when he goes up to her and be like, Hey, uh, why aren't you into me? He's like, well, uh. I think the reason why I don't like you is because you attack all the men I ever talked to. And you see like these flashbacks of him just like punching guys as soon as they get anywhere near Breaking her. chairs. And then he just takes, <laughs> a, chairs. He takes a chair, just smashes a guy over this guy's oh, face. Man. I yeah. wanted that scene that was... to go on much, much longer than it really did. Yeah. I thought he was going to run someone over. <laughs> that was fun. That was a great cut. I really enjoyed that little section. Yeah. I don't know if that was intended to be funny. But it came it, out oh as god, funny. it was hilarious. <laughs> um, so, anyways, uh, she takes—I want to say Taekwondo, but I'm sure that's racist because it's—it's it's a Korean. You know, his her father is Korean, um, but it's never really explained very well. Uh, I can't really tell what martial art uh, she's doing. Uh, it could be Hapkido. Can't fucking yeah, tell. Yeah, they never—they never, they never into it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. She's the son. Uh, she's the yeah. She's the daughter of this uh, martial arts master, uh, and that master was somehow related to uh, the villain of the movie. Uh, related in the sense that back in the day, he uh, did the dirty with the villain's wife. Yes. Yes. I didn't think it and was his wife. I thought it was his love interests or somebody no, he was obsessed oh. with. See that? I think it was the wife. No, no, no. See, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. See, I was trying to like rationalize this whole situation, and I was like, because I thought the story was so bad and so weird in this point when they were explaining it. I'm like, no, they clearly say like you know wife. And now she's no longer like interested in him and her husband. So now she's like screwing around with the Korean dude or whatever. And like, and she ends up getting pregnant and all of this. And that's the girl, right? That's the, yeah. um, what's the love face? interest. Uh, yeah. yeah. God, what's his name again? Uh, Z- Z- Zane? Zane? Zami. Zami, right? Zami, Zami. Zami is the Zami. main, is Marco's Aurora's guy. Yeah. Right, right. Um, and so that's who he's interested in. And that's the daughter of the Korean and, uh, the wife of the villain. Um, and basically the villain is kind of rightfully so a villain because he basically got cheated on and (laughs) and now there's like an illegitimate child and he loved this woman and it, and he was like in such despair that he didn't know what to do with himself. And he became more and more evil as like decades progressed. So, like, I was really confused as how, like, yes. this is not a, like, 
how like this is totally unacceptable <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> and, yeah when you explain it like that actually the villain is technically in the right he's pissed off because right. they cheated on and they he you know his love interest had a child with another man so you know he's exacting no his fucks. revenge right. yeah and she gave no fucks and she was so unremorseful and then when he told like a little white lie how he like killed the uh korean or whatever mm -hmm. the guy she killed herself and it's just like no 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 why don't 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 just don't just graze over that <laughs> i thought it doesn't make any well it's not that it doesn't make any sense it's just comically uh done poorly yeah. she takes the gun <laughs> And you think that she would just point it at him. In fact, she had the gun lined up towards his stomach. And I don't know how the, what the movie is trying to do, but it almost made it seem like she missed. But Even though his stomach was on her stomach, she somehow missed and she shot herself yeah, I, I in think the stomach were, and died immediately. I think they were implying it was an accident. Like he was, she was trying to kill him and then it slipped. It, it looks really stupid, but... Right, it does because he wasn't struggling. Mm -hmm. He was he was trying to unfortunately trying to rape her, but like you know he was literally point blank range, and she accidentally shoots herself. I think. How do you do I that? I think they were going more for the Romeo and Juliet thing, and maybe there's like a different kind of um, social standard when it comes to like Chilean movies or that part of South America where maybe shooting yourself in the head is not as acceptable in maybe the public eye or the social eye. So you um, shoot so yourself maybe... in the side? Yeah, right, but you know how, like, you have, like, different ratings, like, rated R, and there's, like, certain things that are acceptable? Like, maybe their equivalent of, like, her shooting herself in the torso or, like, right under the lung and <laughs> the dying. Uh, I don't See, know about would, that because they have... I would have agreed with you. I was going to say, I don't know about the ratings because okay. there's CGI blood in this movie that's very, blood, yeah. very that's poorly true. drawn true. on in France. Wait, there was CGI blood? Yo. <laughs> CGI blood? <laughs> I don't even think it's CGI. I think it's, like, hand-drawn blood splatter it, it's, it's that low quality it, it's so surprising yeah. Yeah. wait what was that other movie that had like terrible blood effects that we saw that was horrible like to the extent that you just couldn't stop but laugh did, well, you, men you mentioned Suburban Sasquatch before. I think that, that th takes that's the definitely cake, but our listeners don't know what the hell that is. Yeah. No, but there was another movie. It was a martial arts movie. Uh, now I'm all, all I can think of is uh, Birdemic, but anyway. <laughs> um, you should have stopped at Romeo and Juliet, how this movie is just like that. Because <laughs> uh, you were totally right when you said that. <laughs> okay, so that's... Good. Good. So I was just gonna, I was just gonna kind of glaze over the plot. So basically, what happens is a bad guy he was sent away for a long time somewhere. I don't even think they really explain, but he comes back and he gets his revenge uh, on the. And he's suddenly an, an expert martial artist. Yes, that's never explained he, either. There's no explanation. <laughs> he's an expert God martial level. artist. He goes to the the dojo or the gym where the the Korean master is. And he kind of he steals both of them. He kidnaps both of them uh, conveniently while uh, Marco Zorro's character is there. And so he goes on this quest to rescue them. And he realizes he needs to get better at martial arts. So he finds like this drunken master in a bar. It's uh, and there's also a midget involved. It's 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 all over the place. <laughs> Don't forget, it's also his father. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So any I, after the villain gets introduced, I don't really don't understand Marco's role in the movie or like why they're intimidated by him because he doesn't really have any sort of uh, you know bearings on the plot. There's no direct right? connection like, between the two that were kidnapped. There's no, exactly. There's no connection. Well, he's he's That's just a, there yeah, the to, villain, to save his love interest now because she got kidnapped. Right. But the why is the villain, actually no why no. is the villain worried about actually that? no there is a connection I forgot um his father which is um Soto or whoever the the master yep. the drunken master outside of the bar that he later finds that's his father but he doesn't you mean know. jackie huh no you mean jackie yeah jackie <laughs> <laughs> i don't want no trouble um so <laughs> we'll talk about that later <laughs> um no so uh, there's the the direct connection because they're part of like the kiltro or the whatever oh right uh, right yeah yeah there's there, there's, there's an like all subtle backstory with them but being a part of this for like, that you yeah but yeah. they're digging for that connection at that point 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, way over my head. Went way <laughs> right, over. Right. My yeah, and we head. don't really need to. Not, we don't really need that. to delve into the plot anymore because it's, it, this movie is a mess. <laughs> like the whole time, the first time you're oh, just wondering, like, where is this going? Oh, but it's it's like organized mess. It's a, it's a very <laughs> it's a very fun kind mm-hmm. of mess. Uh, you, you can definitely get something out of this, and and, and that's why I'm I'm curious where, where your opinion comes in, Mark. Is uh, I had a blast watching it. It it, it does drag at certain points, and, and you're you're I just cannot root for the main character <laughs> at all. For the, for the first but, time ever, I don't give a fuck about plot. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why we're talking so much about it right now. <laughs> uh, Listen, um, there is something golden about this movie and how they portray uh, the lead as if he's some sort of, you know, uh, you know, like he's supposed to be sympathetic, but you just cannot side with him because he's just fucking creepy. Yeah, what, what it, year is this movie? And you really want this girl to... Uh, Six. six that's what i thought it was six <laughs> okay i think yeah I it's think weird because so. i was saying this to you will like this movie does not hold up well at all in terms of um you know how you should approach women <laughs> these days yeah you <laughs> so so basically uh, one thing we glossed over with the plot is um he saves his love interest from uh you know a potential rape and she kisses him so he falls in love with her like sure okay get it but then what happens is the entire movie, he's stalking her. And that's when you're just like, no. Oh, and he's doing way worse things. What's that? <laughs> and he's doing like way worse things. I mean, like not attempted rape, but like he's doing like horribly, uh, horrible things on his own too. You know, like he's like that's assaulting people for without any sort of, uh, you know, uh, provocation. Right, right. He's just that's, beating up that's any not okay. man who comes close to her. And But the thing right. is like, he doesn't know how to talk to her. He he doesn't know what to do. So he just comes across as very very off putting because he he'll he'll stare. Like the opening of the movie is him standing behind this column in a nightclub and he's just watching this uh, this guy dance with the girl. And then he gets so mad he goes and beats him up. Dude, when, when... that's not any that's not romantic at all that's just terrifying yes, dude yes. when he did that still better love story than twilight <laughs> when he did that that was scary he just like out of nowhere like there was a certain type of pacing to the movie like you were feeling a certain vibe or whatever there was no ramp up or anything to it all of a sudden he's just charging the fucking dude i'm just like whoa whoa, whoa what happened like stop <laughs> um i, I thought he's got he was this, he's got these like kill look in his eye too like he looks like he's brooding oh, yeah. it looks like he's like yeah. thinking it over and over and over again he's like okay you got this you got this you got this and and he's like amping himself up and he, then he goes beats the guy up he, because he probably yeah, actually that's killed why i thought he was a villain <laughs> in real life <laughs> <laughs> uh but you know and for the first half of the movie he's he's essentially just a brawler right yeah. you know, he, you know he's, he's good uh, supposedly in the universe of the movie he's good but you know he's no match to the villain who um has the magical powers of uh turning into a stunt double <laughs> and having more edits whenever he's yes, fighting. Yes, yes. Um, so does that lead us into our fights? Yeah, like, I mean, I really don't ha- want to talk about any ones except the ones that are actually good. Because <laughs> not really worthy of talking. Like, there's no point in talking a- about every single one of them. It's, one, hard to keep track of all of them because some are just so not noteworthy. Right, right. And then, well, two... Um, I kept track of them because <laughs> I just watched it. So. Oh, you kept track of them? Yeah. All? Okay, yeah. sure. Uh, you want... You want you can you can keep us on track. Sure, sure. So the mo- the movie <laughs> opens up with a with like a one like a small little one take where basically what happens is uh, after this club scene, you know, fighting this guy in a club wasn't enough. He literally drives in a bus with him and his gang of friends, and they call out this guy to his apartment, and they basically drag they don't drag him, but he comes downstairs, and then he just provokes fighting him which he does, and it's a small little one-take where the camera is just, like, encircling him. But it's kind of fun because it ends with Marco's Aurora doing, like, a spinning hook kick, and you can see the heel land on the guy's face. So you, you clearly see, he's, yeah. you know, he kicks him right in the face, and I was like, ooh, okay, I, I guess yeah. this is how the movie starts. That, well, that's how it starts. But it's, <laughs> it doesn't, yeah, I mean, like, that's how it starts, but it doesn't stay that rhythm for a very long time, right, like, right. much later in the mm-hmm. movie. So the next fight after that which is probably one of the the funnier fights uh for me is when uh marco zorora goes to the love interest father's dojo and there's just all students there and basically he Mm -hmm. fights all the students 
and it is one of the sloppiest fights I've ever seen. But it's it's really funny. I I don't know why. Like I just really <laughs> found this I found this fight to be really dumb, but I laughed a lot at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it didn't really. Well, it didn't really feel like there was much choreography. Well, okay, that's that's really harsh for me to say. There, of course, there was choreography in there. But it, it felt um, a little sloppy. I think um, it was. I think it was and, intentionally and, like, sloppy, though, because basically what mm-hmm. the the Korean master says, he's like, "Oh, like where did you learn to fight?" And he's like, "Oh, I learned from the streets." Because, because like you said, he's a brawler, so he's just like yeah. kind of yeah. wildly throwing haymakers. But he is doing like a bunch of kicks every now and then. But it it yeah. literally is so well, sloppy. And then everyone dogpiles him. Yeah. Yep. Well. I- uh, he, well, he, that, that leads up to the next part where uh, the villain comes into the dojo, right? Is that the next fight scene? Uh, uh, well, technically yes. not, I, unless you include the sword fight uh, as a uh, fight scene. <laughs> sword fight? Which sword fight? Uh, oh, by the way, there there is Muslims in this movie. Um, so, <laughs> wait, what? Oh, did you guys not catch that? Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, I Were you that. watching? A, a, <laughs> maybe I wasn't watching that scene. That I don't know, wait, wait, we continue. My memory's a little hazy. What, the what the old like white dude who turned out to be a Muslim guy and who has oh, yeah, a yeah, sword, yeah. and then he like is the grandpa. Oh no, he's the father of his previous wife or whatever, and then he kills him. And basically, like if you want to count that as a fight scene, but it's just basically no, a, no, a that would I wouldn't like, count like a, it's a slaying yeah. is all it is. But yeah, because there's another That's there's it, another yeah. scene where the bad guy kills like this old korean dude with the sword very very quick yeah, yeah i wouldn't oh that's that. right a korean that's dude right. Who, yeah who a korean dude who's in so much prosthetics he looks like you know he's clearly like a, a 12 like an 18 year old dressed in like old <laughs> you mean a visual k artist in japan in the early 2000s yes <laughs> duran gray anybody sure sure wow be as obscure as you need to be with your weeb Just, shit <laughs> hate is gonna hate yeah, yeah, I'm gonna hate. Yeah, <laughs> I can't deny that. Uh, no, no, I'm talking about the scene where the villain actually goes into a dojo and he kind of does like a scummy thing. He throws like a dart into the the master's thigh, thigh yep. and that and that immediately incapacitates the that master. That was so, I'm like, that, so well, that guy disappointing. Anti because he, because you thought because like you the backstory is like him and this master were part of this you know elite martial art clan or whatever. So when when the bad guy finally goes to his dojo, you're like, oh, cool. There's going to be, you know, a decent fight. And then he throws a dart in his thigh and then he's out. <laughs> yep. And the only other scenes of the him in the movie are of him uh, either half naked on the floor, uh, you know, basically helpless or he's held up on hooks uh, a la Pinhead. Uh, yeah. Oddly, oddly erotic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i know what you're into yeah that that was that was that did not work in this movie that was very very visually <laughs> no, jarring no. for this this you're, spaghetti western uh infused uh chilean martial arts film you don't have a guy hanging on hooks it, randomly yeah it, like it raises so many questions like you could afford that level of prosthetics and like gore effects but you can't do digital like you have to do really simple digital blood Dude, blood uh, effects. I don't get it. They, they like, blew their budget on hanging this guy their... on hooks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Maybe they shouldn't have fucking done it. Then. <laughs> well, they were I really agree. good with the pro. They were good with the prosthetics. I mean, like, except yeah. for like, okay, so the Korean blind dude. That prosthetic situation was kind of dumb. I mean, they could have done better, but it was good for what it was. And then you have like on the hooks. That was amazing, in my opinion. Followed by, um, but like other silly things like chopping off limbs and stuff that sucked for some reason. The CGI like blood splatter as like throats are getting oh, yeah. cut and stuff terrible. And then yeah. once again you have like um like that gunshot or whatever where she kills herself accidentally or not. Um, like oddly enough because it was so slow paced, I like focused on that bullet wound and I was like, holy shit, that's a good <laughs> bullet wound. <laughs> like that's really yeah. nice. Um, so like I'm focusing on all this stuff and then you have literally like us like all these backdrops or whatever of like different you know what it felt like? It felt like Star Trek when they're visiting a planet and you have that green screen in the back and it's like an imitation of like what would be an alien landscape of what the desert is. And it's so weird because you could tell that it's so fake. 
and uh it just took me out of it but it was a little you, you, you know it was, it was cool you lost zero and i on start once you start saying star Trek. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. no no actually i was going to agree like you kind of hit you kind of hit it on the head in that there are times when the green screen is so bad and mm-hmm. and i was saying this to will too sometimes the sets look like sets you would see like on a stage play like so basic the way it's shot is like one point perspective but then there's times where they went out and they shot in the desert or they shot in these like really nice landscapes and it's like where like the quality was all over the place it wasn't consistent for remember that part (laughs) do you do you remember the part where they there you can see the actors uh by the water you know just you know, with their hair blowing everything, and as soon as it goes to their <laughs> close-ups, like their hair is completely staying still. It is a pure white background. Oh man! I, and they're like so overexposed. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, that's what the sea does to you. It makes you shimmer. Right. right. It makes you blurry everywhere. Man, that that scene's funny because I was saying to you, well, it seems like they shot the scene of them on the beach talking to each other, and then they forgot to add in the dialogue, so they just shot them on a blue screen. And they still have yeah. the effects of the ocean and the wind playing, but their hair is just very <laughs> static and it's not moving. <laughs> yeah, I, my, my speculation was that they actually shot it at, uh, by the water, but they didn't realize the ocean makes noise. Oh, right, right. And they, <laughs> so, and they didn't know so how to get like, rid of the background effect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's also, uh, that's also another uh, explanation. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So at, in this fight where uh, the villain takes out all the students and the master and kidnaps the master, uh, Zoror comes in and he's like, hey, what do you... And then he gets kicked in the face and he's out. <laughs> well, and then so he, before that, though, when the bad guy is fighting all the students, it's extremely unfortunate because if you're familiar with editing then and you're familiar with things like this, you realize that this actor who plays a bad guy, unfortunately, probably really can't fight because he's oh, yeah. just he's just kind of standing there. And basically what happens is people throw like punches or kicks at him. And it's it's overly edited to try and make him look good. But it's it's clear that he probably couldn't really do the choreography because they had to, you know, they had to literally cut it up and, and stitch it all together. Yep, yep, that's that's I that's the whole point. Yeah, of course, but uh, it's never explained. <laughs> you got that good, whatever. What's the, what, we can we ignore that? But they're trying to establish that this villain is perfect. You know, he he got really good, and now he's he's uh, undefeatable. But almost comedically, when Marco gets up, he's like, "No, I can't lose like this. I must win. I, you know, I must power up into my next power level." He also gets punched in the face again and he gets knocked out. <laughs> but the villain doesn't kill him. Yeah. It just yeah. leaves I him. Mean, that, like, that's villain like logic in villain. every movie, though. Yeah, of course. Because they need, they need the second is. and third act. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is our next act? Uh, now Marco and um, female love interest end up in the desert. And he decides or is told that he must go on a journey to meet uh, this drunken master, like, <laughs> like Mark mentioned before who um who drugs him gives him takes off all his clothes <laughs> takes off all his clothes and then does a side flip on, on like towards him and then uh and then Marco ap- approaches him naked and then the scene ends yeah that's actually correct <laughs> in how it happens that, that's the scene and then and then we hit the training montage now the question here being why did you need any of that <laughs> Why couldn't we just start the training montage? I, I have a theory. Why did he have to be half naked? <laughs> no, fully naked. Why did he have to be fully naked? I, I had a theory. I have a theory because they did it and they probably thought it was going to be used for like another shot. But they were like, this is so good looking of a shot. And I personally thought like regardless of what they were working with, like that's a funny and fantastic shot. Like doesn't matter how stupid and yeah. absurd it no, is. No, no. I It's I a great too. shot. He's butt naked and, in the desert. It's a good shot. Yeah. <laughs> And they're like, we got to put this in now, somewhere. We just have to put this in somewhere. You know, 
my 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 guess is is that uh originally uh you know the the uh the mentor character did a side flip on, onto the screen as well but i think marco was supposed to do a side flip too and you're gonna see his penis just like flying <laughs> mid side flip but they edited that out for so so reasons. speaking of marco's penis i have another theory <laughs> about why they decided to do this scene so semi-spoiler you find out that the drunken master is his father right so the father wanted to be sure that Marco was his son, so he took off oh, all his no. clothes so he could see his penis. <laughs> nice. Or maybe that's why he left him, because he knows he has a problem. <laughs> it, it's <laughs> My son carries the same birthmark as I do. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I remember that. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, molestation aside, uh, we get our training montage. <laughs> Why'd you say it that way? <laughs> Because it is. Um, it, it starts off with, um, like, take the pebble out of my hand and the uh, and the doing the butterfly kicks, which, by the way, I, I'm not here to shame anyone who's not physically uh, adept at all, but the butterfly kick is a really simple move. I know a lot of people who, like, learn the butterfly kick in a day. You know, I see a lot of newbies learn it. This guy trains the same basic move over and over over the period of several days weeks whatever long this train contest is and he's still not very good at it <laughs> okay but let, let but let me finish this thought sure. it's it's just weird i'm like he's so fucking awkward at it. it's like i don't understand it um but you know obviously the actor himself can do really good moves so like towards the end of the movie you're like yeah he, he finally got there but the train montage itself is so anticlimactic for me i'm like man it's so distracting. You can't do such simple moves. And then towards the end, when he wants, you know, how every training montage ends, the 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 character gets really good at his, you know, that move. He chooses to end the move, uh, end the montage by doing a butterfly twist. But he lands on his knee, and then you know, like like you're just squared onto his knee, like like ow, that fucking broke my 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 calf calf muscle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the fucking training montage is over. Like you couldn't fucking end that in any other way. Just. just just you know, amp it up a little bit. You know, like why? Why'd you have to? You know, uh, you know, make it seem like he's he's still not ready for you know what, what he's uh, in store yeah. for. Yeah, <clears throat> this is probably one of the worst montage sequences I've ever seen. Actually, it's, <laughs> it's really bad. Like they they couldn't come up with anything else. Grab the rock out of my hand before I close it. Like, c- come on, guys. And then the dialogue <laughs> that is like, oh, um, you know, don't. It's something like, uh, don't think about kicking, just kink, just kick. Because he was saying like, oh, don't (laughs) kick. Because he said like, you don't think about blinking, you just do it. So don't think about kicking, just kick. And I'm like, no, shut up. I don't don't think that's how that works. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, kick the cigar out of my mouth. And he actually does it. Like, it's like, it's it's almost like a naked gun gag. (laughs) (laughs) It's like all of a sudden the light's up there for no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That was fun. Yeah, I mean, so, it was just absurdly fun. It wasn't like a good kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the whole movie. Yeah, pretty much. You, you basically summed it up there. So after this, uh, so now the main character, oh yeah, who who after taking whatever training montage he went to, he had to forget about the ones he loved about, uh, loved and cared about. Uh, he had to forget all that. And as soon as the training montage is over, he's like, oh, well, I guess I have people I care about again. Yeah, so he has to go save them. Never him. explained. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't matter. But um, (laughs) so uh, now we actually get the good action in the movie, Mm -hmm. the really good action. Um, this is what really impressed me. He does three men try to assault him in the desert, and he just does an an X out backflip into a a cork, Mm -hmm. and I can't even explain enough how incredibly complicated and hard that is. It, it's weird it, and had, it's so visually impressive. yeah i had to watch that a couple of times because uh, i needed mm-hmm. to try and understand what he does so it's kind of like he mm-hmm. does a backflip and both of his legs as he's flipping back is able to hit two guys in the air and then he twists around and there's a third guy behind him and on his twist around he's able to kick that guy on the landing yep. and yep. every time i watched it, i'm like ah like i don't understand how he was able to do that yeah. 
it's so it, it's impressive yeah. but it, it doesn't look real at the same time too oh no no it, it's real but it, you know it's much easier if you had like assistance like a, even it's hard on a trampoline like mm-hmm. but you know looking at the the, the, sa- the staging of this i don't even know how he did it like he didn't look like he was on wires or anything like that and, and i'm sure he's very capable he probably didn't do it from standing he probably like had some sort of running start like, yeah yeah some sort of like tumbling thing but like it's still impressive it's just, he gets all that done in, in one um one motion and then uh, yeah and then it, that's it though like they, they like they don't fight anybody else it just cuts into and then we get like more more story and then and, until finally he he goes to the bad guys place yep so mm-hmm. I, once i saw that i'm like oh, all right this movie's starting to pick up i i, I want to see what he can do and i want to see what he's going to do in the next fight scene and how he's actually going to kick ass mm-hmm. so it's the it's that typical one on versus many fight and seeing that he's all powered up now and he's all skillful, I was anticipating how he is going to start this fight because everyone has like machetes and and nunchucks for some reason. Because everyone bow needs nunchucks. <clears throat> oh, and <laughs> yeah, so mind staffs. you, I will say the one, one the one interesting thing about this movie is he has blades on the back of his feet. I don't know if that's yep. like some sort of uh, Chilean you know weapon. I don't know if they made that for the movie specifically but i will say it is very unique i i don't really think i've seen like something like that before in a film um where it makes walking harder i'll tell you that what's that it makes, oh, right. <laughs> I said it makes walking harder. right right but that that is like his kind of main weapon now throughout the rest of the film and um you know he really really utilizes it uh for for this fight yep um uh, yeah so the way that he starts this fight against the many uh i mean of course there's a lot of good choreography in this right so he does uh you know like a really good seven uh 720 uh hook kick directly into a 540 kick you know it's good it's good the only thing that takes away from you know the the cool coolness factor is all that hand-drawn blood yes. <laughs> on the and did cells you, did you notice um, um they put like special effects on his feet to to like have like kind of like a swirling like swishing motion as well oh i didn't notice yeah that, no. yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of it's kind of <laughs> obvious uh they, they tried to make it look cool but i i felt like it would have been fine without it like because his move his movement mm-hmm. is actually really good yeah yeah no, well that that what i was saying like it's the the hand-drawn blood is excusable because like at certain points I, I just remember okay well this movie is kind of lower budget yeah. it almost feels like a tv movie at times mm-hmm. sometimes it feels like you know it's better than you know better quality better production sometimes it feels a little more low budget so i was just more excuse you know yeah yeah, yeah. uh lenient to the film but you know and the, then the movie kind of like remi- reminds me that you could laugh at it because the way that start the fight scene starts it's like he just starts fucking throwing hail makers <laughs> The haymakers, you just like you just it's like just running in at, at the people at once, like without any sort of choreography yeah, yeah, at all, and it's working. It's funny because it's at that profile, and it's just his fists going back and forth, <laughs> like this this pumping motion, and they're playing that stock punch sound effect, like and it's just doing over and over again, and I'm like, like you just can't help but laugh at it because it just comes across as so funny. But then it, it caps it off well, with him mm-hmm. delivering a sidekick, and the guy goes fucking flying. So that's where a lot of Into the wire work uh, comes in uh, in in this movie yeah. is in this scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this is definitely the oh like the it's not the best. It doesn't include the best stunt in the scene uh, in the whole movie. Like that previous one I mentioned, the previous scene is definitely the best action. Um, uh, moment of the whole film mm-hmm. but this this is the best fight scene for sure oh yeah Hand, hands down like all, all sure. of the you, you can tell like a lot of the work went into this like it, it it's a little uh I, like i don't want to i don't want to poke too much fun at it but there is there is like kind of like jumps in logic sometimes you're like oh where'd he get that bow staff it's like okay he grabbed it out of his hand but then he drops it immediately and he picks up a pair of nunchucks on the ground you're like oh well where the fuck did he get those what <laughs> Yeah, I, I was thinking of like, wait, no one was carrying nunchucks until he got into like he he just picked it up out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and then I noticed on sec- uh, once we were watching it again that one of the um one of the extras, one of the guys he was fighting, suddenly has nunchucks in his hand. So I, I think what was happening was that the the action choreographer realized that oh shit, he can't just pull up nunchucks out of fucking thin air. Let's make it so that the the villains had nunchucks this whole time. Yeah the audience will buy it <laughs> yeah shrug, shrug, why shrug. not why not 
but I like I like um, how much they overpowered him here because they they cap off a lot of moves with him like kicking somebody and they just go fucking flying and you can clearly yeah. see they're on wires because their trajectory is not straight like you can see the dip uh in their arc and the, but <laughs> yeah. then they'll go flying up <laughs> yeah yeah you yeah you, you good thing you mentioned that that there's a one moment where he kicks a guy towards the background and he's flying towards a car but you you can literally see uh the wire the the, the line that he was getting pulled on uh the that henchman gets goes up like a like a solid three feet while he's flying mm-hmm. like he's like it's like up 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 right, up, right. Up. <laughs> <laughs> um but what else is there to mention about this one? Because I don't have much to say about the last fight. Right. Because what is there to say about the last fight? Uh, well, we, he we beats can, the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we can get... So, uh, one of the other things I like, too, is, like, he, he like... This, this is, like, a Shaolin soccer move. He picks up a guy, kind of tosses him in the air, and then he does a bicycle kick and hits him into a goalpost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, there's literally a goalpost in this alley, and he, he kicks him into it. I was like, ah, ah, ah I see what you're doing there. <laughs> It's because they like soccer. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but yes, I think that's what they were doing. I'm just going to leave it as that. Go! Uh, let, yeah. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure the audience is also screaming that when they saw this the first time. Go! Go! Uh, and then the final fight happens, and it's very disappointing. Oh, it's, ex- it's extremely disappointing. Yeah, uh, the main character still sucks in comparison to the villain. So much so that he only wins because of a fluke. And that's, there's no other way to put it. It's, it just feels like he just kind of just got lucky. Right, so upon rewatching it, so basically this whole last fight scene is Marco Zorro's character. He charges at the villain. The villain like flips him over to the other side. Marco Zorro lays on the ground. Other characters react to him getting hurt. He gets up and then he does the same thing and just gets flipped to the other side again. And like yep. it repeats. And the only thing I noticed that changed for him to maybe for, for us to maybe say like, oh, this is how he defeated him. The villain is the one who finally changes his tactic by charging at Marco's roar. And then that's it. He, he loses because he, he took the initiative. Like that's all I could get out of it. Right. <clears throat> We have a word for that in, in Spanish, I think. I think it's called lame. <laughs> sure. I think you mean it's lame-o. pretty lame. Yeah. Lame. It's, uh, it's, it's... Wait, is it is it la lame or la lame? La lame. El lame. <laughs> El lame. El lame. <laughs> yeah, it, it's El lame. It it sucks because like the the last the fight before this was so fun with him fighting all the other guys and him doing all these like kind of tricking type kicks and spins. To take mm-hmm. everybody out, yep. and then when I, you realize, oh man, that actor couldn't really fight in his other fight scene, you realize that this is just heavily edited, and he can't really do any combinations and long takes because they just have to cut it up because you could, yeah. you know, he, he can't do it. He he probably wasn't a martial artist, or he probably just wasn't right. a good martial artist. Right, right. Well, I mean, that's all we, we've mentioned this several times before. I, I, anytime you have an older actor who, you know, if you want to portray them as a expert martial arts you know depending on the style of your movie you know if you're going to portray them as like super nimble and agile and you know has a specific like like they're so much faster than a younger uh, martial artist it's kind of you have to throw logic out the window but there's nothing wrong with going with going with that whole um less is more approach when it comes to older martial artists right like they're they're skillful because they don't do as much yeah um, I, but they didn't go that way they, right right i i i good. completely agree with you on that the the problem with this is what would happen is you know marcos roar would charge the the bad guy the bad guy would throw him and then you we would literally be there for minutes as he's just on the ground getting up people are just like looking at him with tears in their eye and then he's like okay let's do this again and they literally do that again only <laughs> from right to left instead of left to right so it, yep. it's just kind of boring at that point they're not really doing anything interesting i will say right, that there right, is right. a funny moment when um marco's roar he like does like a flip over the bad guy and the bad guy does hit him in the nuts <laughs> <laughs> right uh, good times good times yeah. all that nutcracking but um speaking of yeah. our next movie is the nutcracker it's a christmas movie. no no what <laughs> no i'm kidding i think this quarantine's getting to you mark oh god 
It's either that or the drink. Right. Uh, Whatever yeah. you're having over there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's so, that's technically the last fight. There isn't really too much to say about it, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, the movie just kind of ends there. Well, not, well it kind of wraps up with him kind of getting the girl. And then she reveals, that, oh, I'm glad you guys finally got to meet your father. And he's like, that was my father. <laughs> and then the movie's over. <laughs> right, right. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. He didn't realize that the guy training him with his father and she reveals it. It's so stupid. <laughs> yep. And then he's off. And then the whole point of the movie where he's trying to win over the girl, he no longer cares about because now he wants his father. Yes. It's impossible to satisfy this guy. Right. Well, <laughs> no, I mean, he literally becomes Scott Pilgrim and he earns the power of self-respect. And then uh, he's just like, I don't need this hoe. And then he walks clever, away. Clever, like a fucking clever. real man. Edgar Wright. <laughs> Edgar Wright, do you hear this? You need to remake this film. <laughs> All right, so that is Kiltro, Kiltro, our first Chilean martial arts film. Is this the only Chilean martial arts movie? I, I have no idea. I, I mean, I, I, would I, like, no, I would like to see more. I mean, this he's been in other movies, but I don't know if he's been in other movies that were Chilean. Like, I think he's, I think mm. uh, another one of the films he's been in, like, he's been in Undisputed 3. Obviously, that's not Chilean. Yeah. So, um, or I don't remember him Chilean in that, martial so I don't know what that movie. means much. Yeah, should let yeah specifically Chilean right, right. Yeah, I, I would, but, I, and I don't know what the Chilean martial art is. Like, I, I just kind of saw this kind of looked like the stuff that Scott Atkins does. Uh, you know, it's very um, visually flashy. Like, so like I don't even know what what they were trying to show off. I think if anything, this was just a vehicle for um, Marco's Aurora. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Although the scripts, the, the, the that was the one thing that had to suffer as a result of it, <laughs> is that they didn't need. They were like, oh, we don't need a, a real script. We just put shit together and who cares? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, that's Kiltro. Um, Mark, let's go back to the topic. Uh, why didn't <laughs> you like this as much? It's it's like, it's almost the quality of our typical bad movie nights, right? You don't uh, think? Those are just, I don't know, they're different. I mean, when you watch so many movies in a particular genre and you have a a more critical eye to it or even just like you just want kind of something on the average flow uh, um or like that average kind of like not necessarily the best but also not necessarily the worst just maintain that average like when the fact that it doesn't it really hurts me and then when things happen <laughs> in the movie that um i just feel embarrassed for the movie and then i feel terrible inside and then my my soul gets crushed and then i'm just like i can't watch this anymore but then there's like little moments of li where my spirits get lifted up through little weird training montages or backdrops and like little things that kind of um attract my eye in in film and then i'm just like oh that's cool okay and then you get like refocused and they're like nope you ruined it again for me by like doing that other thing um so like the fact that it was a chilean martial art the fact that oh, i mean a chilean martial art movie um was very cool uh i think the style uh cinematography style was unique music was awesome um yeah. plot complete shit the whole premise <laughs> and everything just about it is terrible costume design terrible <laughs> um i mean you mean you, costume design you mean the 2000s were terrible bro <laughs> <laughs> he he used his dead mother's makeup to put on face paint oh like, my god that was <laughs> that was i was when, oh, yeah. when he opens up her purse and starts taking out the lipstick i was like wait what is he doing <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah smearing his eyeball uh, with it it's like what what are you doing everything just about that i mean like the movie really like you know when we were talking about like vietnamese like introduction to vietnamese cinema and like their kind of like some of their uh like their their first steps into uh cinematography and the film industry or i should say like mm -hmm. it's pretty good for that you know like that's kind of the like judgment calls it's not the best movie out there but it's good like it's average like overall mm -hmm. this is not average for like an introduction to this genre um in my okay. opinion okay. so you had uh, higher expectations i had higher expectations i was almost going more for like with like the posters and the trailers and like everything related to it i was getting more like a mad max kind of vibe to it 
and I was expecting that more. Um, and maybe just because I was set in a certain way, um, it failed all my expectations. But um, I mean, even if you weren't expecting Mad Max or any of the things that I was necessarily feeling, I just think it still fails in a, in a lot. All right. Well, I thought it was still entertaining, but okay. No, no, right. uh, entertaining, but it, it hurt me deeply. <laughs> <laughs> we, do we need to? Do we need to get you some help? Because <laughs> you're getting a lot of. You gotta allow these crises uh, in the <laughs> middle of these podcasts. I take these movies to heart, man. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, all right. I, I, I can completely get it. You know, like you had spe- specific expectations. Yeah. Uh, all right. What Zero. Um, yeah. So uh, Will and I watched this movie together, and I didn't. I, I was expecting just kind of like a straight up action film. Uh, I was. I, I think I was uh, in in a similar boat with you, Mark, where. Uh, I was kind of hoping that culturally this would be a better representation of Chile. Like I thought there would be more yeah. stuff specific to the culture. So that would make me possibly more interested in their film. But I didn't really get a sense that there was anything like that in this movie. This this seemed more like a, a, an homage to Spaghetti Western, if anything. But as Will and I were watching this, like we were just laughing like the whole time. And I <laughs> I did not know this was going to end up being like a so bad it's good type movie. So I was actually pleasantly surprised in terms of a martial arts film. Yeah, it's it's not the best. There is that one good fight scene, which I which I would recommend to watch to see uh, Marco Zoror. And, and I believe this is his first film. Uh, and he did do the choreography as well. Uh, I, I think that seems very good um but you don't need to watch the other fights they're they're not really that good but i do rec- i do recommend the movie though because i do think it is kind of so bad it's good and we we just laughed right. at a lot of moments that were not supposed to be funny yeah don't watch this movie alone if, if it's a it's a so bad it's a good movie unless you're a masochist uh you know <laughs> that was my like failing. So bad, it's a good movie. Uh, yeah you need to watch this in a group setting i think that would have been yeah helpful. no but like taking that into account though like when you're watching a movie by yourself if like if you really want to like take it to the ultimate like critical like looking at it for what it is, if you can't watch it alone, it's like okay, I can't watch this. No, See that's that, that's why you need to watch. That's why you can't watch this. Alone. Yeah, I think yeah. if I watched this by myself, I don't know if maybe I would have laughed as much. I probably would have just been like, why, why, why? But I think because like you and I were watching it, will we just we just like were feeding off each other and just like making fun of it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I definitely wouldn't have enjoyed it as much because uh, the run length, the runtime length was so long and I definitely felt it. It's it's just a little over an hour and a half mm-hmm. and I felt every minute of it, but there was enough laughter in between that I was like, all right, I'll stick it through. <laughs> Wait, we got to do an episode on this. It's, it's worth it. It's worth it. Um, I'm so, gonna mirror. What was it? Oh, I was gonna say two recommends out of three. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I, I would I would mirror a lot of what Zero would say. I'm not gonna add too much to it. It's just it's it's not. I uh, know I'm trying to be more. I'm trying to be a little nicer to it because like saying it's so bad it's good is is kind of it kind of feels kind of mean because it does feel. It's like a backhanded compliment. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not trying <laughs> to say it like that because it, it's like. It's it's cute for what it is, and um, I don't I don't I'm not even trying to think of it as like a you know a movie that represents Chile like uh, you know because um, it's it's more like a Marco Marco Zoror vehicle than anything else. It's just the, has nothing to do with the fact that it's a Chilean movie. It's just just really poor script. <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah. But I'll I'll totally watch another Chilean martial arts movie if you feel like there's another one out there that's a better representation of uh, what the Chilean film industry can do uh, for action cinema right um but yeah that uh i don't have to, I, I don't have anything else to add to what zero said except we forgot to talk about the asian, asian baby. baby oh man <laughs> the oh, asian baby that is one that's of how the we're tapping this best reveals i've ever seen <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know should we Mark, spoil you know it i think it's just such a no, it's great. Funny, stupid moment that you should just watch. This is it. how we're gonna end the episode. Yeah, yes, yeah. No, 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 no. It's it's fucking <laughs> hilarious. All we gotta tell you. Should we spoil it? It's it's pretty fucking funny. Uh, yeah, why not? <laughs> let, well, let's just talk about it. If you made it to the end of the episode, if you don't want to want to hear about it, then stop right now. You're at the last five minutes, assuming that we end in the next five. Sure, sure. Um, um, the villain in a flashback is huddling over his now uh just um. Uh, gave uh, his his wife or lover who just gave birth, and then you see his just 
utter fear and shock and horror when he realizes that the baby is Haitian <laughs> and you see, and as soon as the camera pans to the baby and you see it's Haitian, you just see like the music swells and it becomes like dun dun dun. It's got like, like the close up on his eyes. He looks like so angry and upset and shocked. It's it's, it's perfect. Like, no, it's, it's it's like it's Asian. Right, right. It's it's one of those things I never thought I would ever get to experience. Like like an Asian man knocking up like another person's <laughs> wife. <laughs> and then that person's like, oh my God, my baby's Asian. And just like all, it's like the worst thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, as, as an Asian man, like I, I felt like a sense of pride, you know, when I saw this film. Like we made it. We finally made it. <laughs> Considering uh, the demographic, it's, it's not really making it. Because <laughs> Chile right, and well, Peru have like a good substantial Asian uh, <laughs> population. Let me let me have Asian? this. Did you say substantial? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't let you have this. <laughs> uh, so, oh, we we didn't do our typical thing. Uh, I don't know if I'd recommend the movie. Uh, if you're not into so basket movies, I recommend it. If you're into so basket movies, uh, I recommend those two scenes that I mentioned before. But regardless of whether or not I recommend the movie, watch the watch the scene with him realizing he has an Asian baby. <laughs> that is enough to, to make your day. <laughs> yeah, and and that's it. Yeah, that's a wrap for me. Mm-hmm. All right, kill out. All right, that's yeah. I like that. Oh, <laughs>